From high atop Rocky Road in Moab, Utah, it's KZMU News. I'm Molly Marcello. This is your news for Wednesday, June 15th. A new multi-use pathway along Spanish Valley Drive is moving forward. Elected officials hope a 10-foot-wide, two-lane pathway along the road encourages alternative transportation south of town. The project is funded through Utah's Transportation Commission in conjunction with two others, a dispersed parking project in downtown Moab and an experimental microtransit project. Today, we speak with Grand County Commission Chair Jacques Hadler about the multi-use pathway that's currently in the pre-construction design phase. Thank you so much, Commissioner, for being here with us. Um, Can you just give us a brief update on what we're looking at now with uh, the multi-use pathway? Yeah, so what we're looking at is a uh, multi-use pathway on the west side of Spanish Valley Drive. The the first, I guess, phase one is going to go from roughly Murphy Lane down to the Pack Creek Bridge on Spanish Valley Drive. So a good, I don't, I don't know how many miles that is, but it's a good section of, of trail. It'll go past like the Arroyo Crossing development and quite a few other developments. And it'll be a nice uh, pathway for giving um, people down there an opportunity to commute into the city as well as a um, great place for recreating and, and riding and walking, et cetera, along Spanish Valley Drive. And does the county know the specifics of what this is going to look like? Yeah, we do. Um, yeah, we got an update from Chris Baird at the last commission meeting. What we're looking at is a, a really nice pathway, something similar to the North Moab uh, Trail. Um, it's going to be about 10 feet wide, two lanes with hopefully a five-foot buffer between the pathway and Spanish Valley Drive. And, you know, can you tell us how the county is going to accomplish this? I remember there being um, issues that need to be worked out, like right-of-ways, for example. So uh, that's one of the big things that's being worked on right now are are acquiring the right-of-ways. Some of the large ones have been acquired. I think we're at the point now where there's roughly 10 or so left to acquire for you know, from the city down to the current endpoint. But we just approved hiring an engineering consulting firm that's working on that. And part of that is acquiring right-of-ways. But Chris, who's kind of the point man on this project, Chris Baird, is pretty optimistic about acquiring those. You know, it's still a process to go through for a number of those, but there aren't any like real red flags at this point. So I know the project aims to encourage alternative transportation, um, also recreation, but I know it's also about safety. Can you talk about that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I'm someone who rides recreationally a ton, and I've been I've been riding down Spanish Valley Drive all the way down to Ken's Lake or Pack Creek or even up the LaSalle Loop Road ever since I moved to Moab 20 years ago. And traffic has definitely increased on that road. As most people know, it's a pretty narrow road. Um even though the speed limit's pretty low, people do tend to, you know, drive 35 miles an hour. So most bikers bike at, you know, 10 to 15 miles an hour. And with all of the new kind of development down in the valley, having like the five foot buffer to the path will definitely increase safety for cyclists and joggers and other non-motorized users. I'm looking forward to it. I've had I haven't had any malicious close calls with with cars, but just being a cyclist who rides on that road at least once a week, I've definitely you know, gotten pretty close to cars here and there. And um, I'm not someone who is that nervous about riding in traffic because I'm very used to it, but many people are. And, it, and it's and it's prohibitive for a lot of people to ride their bike on that that road with, with the traffic as it is. Um, e-bikes have been in discussion in the county in various forms for a while. And, and last year, we just 
got the North Moab paved trail system legalized for class one e-bikes. And I think, I think we're going to look at this from the start as e-bike friendly, just to give, I think it's, you know, some of those developments are pretty far out of town and say you live five or six miles south of your workplace in Moab, um, commuting on an e-bike is a great option. And it sounds like if all goes smoothly with the pre-construction design phase, construction um, could start uh, in the fall. It does look like we may, definitely no guarantees, but break ground on this this year, which would be fantastic. I think that'd be great. And then kind of like long term, as long as the money's there and we and we uh, plan for it and keep going, um, conceivably, we could have the whole path done down to the county line, you know, within five years or so. And that would be that'd be fantastic. And if we do get that done, the hope is, is that San Juan County would pick it up because there are, you know, quite a few more developments going in down there and allow people uh, south of the county line to, to commute up to Moab. Well, thank you so much for giving us an overview of this project. Is there anything else that you feel um, is worth mentioning about the Spanish Valley multi-use pathway at this point? Just, I think, I think it's exciting. A lot of the new development that's going on in the valley is down south of Moab and giving them the option to engage in active transportation on their commute, I think is, is a huge thing. And, and Getting people out of cars, it helps parking issues, uh, pollution issues in the valley. So I think this is a it's a great step forward. It's a great thing, and we need it. And also as a recreational cyclist, like I I, I love the North Moab uh, bike path, and it, it's beloved in the community and used by tourists, etc. And I think having the same thing going south of town is going to add a lot to our uh, recreational opportunities in Moab as well. Grand County Commission Chair Jacques Hadler. The first phase of the Spanish Valley Drive multi-use pathway will run roughly from its intersection with Mill Creek Drive to the bridge over Pack Creek. Construction may start this fall and is expected to last six to eight months. The drought in southeastern Utah sometimes seems like it couldn't be worse, but around 1,800 years ago, it was. As we heard in the newscast earlier this week, a recent study looked at tree rings, lakes, and bogs to learn about water availability in our region. Justin Higginbottom has more on this research and our current drought. Our current 22-year drought has seen Colorado River flow reduced to only 84% of its average. That's impacted everything from wildfires to food prices. But researchers led by the Bureau of Reclamation found evidence for an even more severe 22-year drought. This one was in the second century and had water flow in the upper Colorado River Basin drop to only 68%. We can just imagine that this was a pretty severe event. That's Sabrendu Gongopadiai. He's a civil engineer with the Bureau of Reclamation and lead author of the study. Scientists reconstructed the river's flow at Lee's Ferry on the border of Utah and Arizona. They looked at ancient tree rings for their findings. A thicker ring means more growth than more rain. Thin rings mean the tree was stunted due to drought. They also looked at data from lakes, bogs, and caves in the region. In the past, data only went up to 762 AD. This new work reconstructs river flow nearly 800 years before that. The report says this data has set a new bar for worst-case scenarios. One thing is important to recognize from this study, our focus was on natural climate variability. This drought could, could have happened even without climate change. Gongo Padiai says the impacts of climate change could have a compounding effect on historical droughts. 
you know, the next step would be running this new hydrology, the extended hydrology, the extended stream flow through our water management models to see how the system is going to be responding. Meanwhile, Bureau of Reclamation Commissioner Camille klemlin tutin told the Senate this week that protecting Lake Mead and Lake Powell levels will require drastic water cuts. She recommends two to four million acre feet next year. Utah is entitled to 1.7 million acre feet of Colorado River water per year. Justin Higginbottom for KZMU News. And that's the KZMU News for Wednesday, June 15th. Get your community-powered journalism Monday through Friday at noon and 7. You can also find KZMU News anytime online at kzmu.org or wherever you listen to podcasts.